These bonus episodes are not just about having a good time, but also about having frank and honest conversations with Pete. He's not afraid to tackle tough topics and have real, honest, frank and authentic discussions about life, love, work, and everything in between. So not only will you be entertained by Pete's signature wit and humor, but you'll also be challenged to think deeply about some of life's biggest questions. And the best part, you can do it all while listening and enjoying Pete's infectious energy. So don't miss out on this exciting new series of, Say As It Is With Pete, bonus episodes. Subscribe now and get ready to join the conversation. So let's get this episode underway. Hey everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Say As It Is With Pete. And this is a bonus episode, and I've not done one for a while, so hey, why not? Well, as I say, welcome to the bonus episode of Say As It Is With Pete. And today, I'm going to be diving into a topic that hits close to home for many. And that's being rejected from a job for being overqualified. Um, Ever been there? Yeah. It's like running a marathon and being told that you're too fit to finish. It's unreal. Now, listen, I hate this. I've come across across it and it drives me crazy that this word keeps popping up. Oh, you're overqualified. You know, you're applying for a job that you know that you're probably competent and capable at and are probably one of the best candidates in the top 10 uh, for the role, but you're being told, really sorry, you're overqualified. We're not processing your application any further. And that annoys me. So that's why I'm doing this Say As It Is episode, because it has been grinding my gears over the last couple of weeks, because I keep hearing this and it's driving me insane. So what do we mean by defining the word overqualified? Well, what does it mean to be overqualified? It's when your skills, experience or education exceed what's required of a job. Sounds like a good thing, right? But here's the kicker. It often leads to a big fat no from an employer or employer or yeah, or employers, I should say. So this is where the frustration uh, comes in. Now, imagine this. You've got years of experience, top notch skills, but nope, sorry, you're not good for us. It's like being penalised for being competent, right? So a survey from the UK revealed that 47% of workers feel that they are overqualified for their job. What a waste of talent, right? It's crazy. So what's going on behind the scenes? Now, this is an employer's perspective, okay? So from an employer's point of view, they worry you'll get bored, um, demand a higher salary, or leave for a better opportunity. But isn't it better to have a star player for a short time than a mediocre one forever? So employers think, We know you want to grow and develop and probably bring someone junior in, which is all great. And we're not saying don't. But when you've got someone that is qualified to do the job that could be in situ for at least six months to a year, take advantage. Get as much from them as you can. And if they move on, they move on. It's the nature of the beast. But stop using this word, overqualified. 
So the impact on the job seeker, and I think employers need to understand this, that there is an impact. And I've been on that foot end. So being labelled overqualified can be a real blow to your career path and self-esteem. So it's a loop of irony. You work hard and gain skills, but then you're told those very skills that you've gained are actually your downfall. So what's the expert opinions on this? So while we don't have any guests on this episode... Um, I did um, some digging. Now, experts suggest that tailoring your CV to the job at the um, to the job and being upfront about your um, your capabilities is or your intentions is the most important thing. But let's be real: should you have to downplay your achievements? No, that's like telling you know. Usain Bolt to slow down in a race, right? You're great at what you do, mate, but slow down. Might be able to do it in 30 seconds, but can you just slow it down to a minute for us? It's ridiculous. A lot of people are actually looking at dumbing down their CVs and hiding their skills and experience so that they can get the job and they don't look overqualified. But look, Many of you wrote in about this to me and I asked this question to a few people I know and luckily they came back to me. So, for example, Sarah from London, who I know, um, said I was told I was overqualified and I felt my experience was a burden, not a benefit. You're not alone there, Sarah. And I had this conversation with you before. I've applied for jobs and I've been headhunted and I get told, I'm really sorry, you're overqualified. Listen. If I've applied for the job or you've headhunted me, there's a reason why. I'm not overqualified. I'm competent and I'm capable. You're just scared that I'm going to be leaving in the next six to 12 months, that I'm going to ask for a higher salary, that I'm going to get grumpy and bored in my job role. It's not the case. Now, I'm saying that from a perspective of me, but think about the individual themselves. If they've applied for that job, they know what the job is. They know what the salary is. They know what the expectations are and the requirements are. They know their strengths and how to use them. And they're going to give you everything. And they are the hidden nugget and that gold talent you've been looking for. As I always say, we need to unlock those hidden potentials and, you know, get into a leash of hidden talent. And sometimes it's pulling on that hidden talent that is raw and is full of experience and knowledge that you can harness. And in some cases, employers, wake up and smell the coffee. Take advantage of it, as I said before. If you can take advantage of somebody's skills and competence and knowledge because they're so-called overqualified it's actually going to benefit you in the long run even if they decide to ask for more money and you can't give it and they leave because you can't give them more money or they're bored and they leave after 12 months or so but it's a risk worth taking right because you'll have candidates on the back burner we always do and you should have a pipeline anyway and keeping in touch with those candidates that you liked before anyway I'm going to ramble and I keep rambling. So a little bit of a conclusion. What have we learned from this? Being overqualified is a double-edged sword. It is a frustrating um, paradox that leaves many skilled workers feeling 
you know, devalued or undervalued. But I think employers, and this is my call to employers, stop, think, stop using this word overqualified. We work long and hard to gain the skills, knowledge and behaviours that we need within our jobs. We want to excel and grow. And yes, there's opportunities for that. But also there are opportunities for people that, you know, may not have the necessary qualifications, but have the up told experience and this is another thing that grinds my gears when you apply for a certain job and you have the background you have the skills you have the experience both hands-on practical and theory but you're told we need a qualification it's not all about qualifications and again hello wake up and smell the coffee people there are apprenticeships that you can do that are equivalent to degree level even hnd and doctorate levels they go from level two up to level seven even level eight but listen nobody should be held back and everybody should have the opportunity to grow because if you have someone in L&D, for example, like me, I have tons of experience in HR, but not necessarily the HR qualification. But I still know it. I have the knowledge and the understanding, the skills and the experience. But my focus has been elsewhere in the L&D function. So why would I not be good for HR? Hmm. There's a question on a ponder for thought. And don't worry, I'm not trying to pimp myself out to get a job here. But anybody that's looking, hey ho, you never know. But listen, the word overqualified people, don't let it get it down. If you're told you're overqualified, you're not. You're just good at what you do. And there's a better employer out there that is willing and is going to give you that opportunity. So don't get disheartened. Don't get overwhelmed when someone lets you down. Because it's not you, it's them. It's never you. It's them. But anyway, enough of my rant. I hope you found this podcast episode or this bonus episode interesting about being overqualified for a job that you're applying for. And remember, if you are an employer and you are listening to this, stop using the word overqualified. Be honest. Tell the person based on the job, I think that this job may not be beneficial to you. We feel that you may get bored or you actually might not get the, you know, the challenge that you're looking for within the role. But listen to the person. Listen to what they say. Because if they're telling you, look, I know I may get bored or actually I'm not going to get bored. I want a new challenge. Yes, I may need to take a step down to build myself back up again. But I like that challenge. I like the task of building myself back up again. I like the challenges that come through. I like using my strengths to my best abilities. I want to go from the pathway of limitation to the pathway of possibility. I want to get into the zone of peak performance. And yes, I'm referring to Scope on this one. But you've got to think, employers, if someone who seems overqualified has applied for a role, there's a reason why. And least I remind you that we had a pandemic and a lot of high paying jobs were gone. A lot of people that were qualified in various roles were applying for roles that they were completely overqualified for. But they wanted a change. They wanted a job. They wanted to try something new. And we shouldn't put that as a barrier in employment. And we've got thousands upon thousands of people that are struggling to find work. And some of those people that are struggling to find work 
are the ones that are applying for the jobs that you've got, that you keep saying they're overqualified for. They're not. Give them a chance. Give that person that dream job, that opportunity to experience something new and grow and develop. And I speak from a recruitment perspective and an L&D and HR perspective. Sometimes you have to take the risk. That's what business is about, right? Taking risks. It's either going to have a positive or a negative effect. But give it a go. It's all about risk taking. And you learn. And again, there'll probably be a bonus episode on this one as well. But we all learn from our mistakes. Regardless, we're only human. And if we're not human and we're not learning from our mistakes, then I think I might be AI. But anyway, kind of ranting and going off topic. But anyway, that's what these episodes are for. Having a little bit of a rant, saying as it is and being open and honest. And I hope that you found this episode helpful, whether you're an employer or someone that is looking for work. Now, remember. If you are looking for work, don't get disheartened. The overqualified just means that they feel that you're going to get bored, feel that you're going to ask for more money than what they're offering and that you'll leave in 12 months time. So it's your job as a job seeker to prove to them and ensure them that that's not going to be the case. And employers, stop using that word overqualified. Just say as it is. Tell them that you feel that they may get bored in the role, that you know they might ask for more salary than you can pay. There's something called being open and honest. And we all need to be open and honest in today's world. So what are you waiting for? Just say it as it is. Be open and honest and don't be afraid. You're not going to make me cry and you're not going to make anybody else cry. But don't be an arse when you say and give your feedback. Be honest and genuine and people respect that. So I'm going to end this bonus episode here because I could go on for hours about this. And if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to have a conversation around this topic of being overqualified, whether you're a HR uh, practitioner or an L&D practitioner or an employer that is listening, then feel free to reach out to me at pete at creativemind.zone and let's pick up that conversation and an episode together. And let's say as it is. Now, again, thank you for listening to this episode and you can listen back to previous episodes of Say As It Is With Pete and bonus episodes anytime via Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify and RSS.com or wherever you get your podcast episodes. And remember, stay strong. And if you hear that word overqualified, take a deep breath, count to 10, smile have a laugh and move on because you're amazing at what you do and you're not overqualified. You're an absolute legend. So until next time, guys, I'll catch you later on a current episode or maybe another bonus episode. So speak soon.